Network. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm absolutely delighted to welcome to the show today Jay Weedner, who is representing Guyam TV, who very kindly have sponsored the last 13-week series of shows, which actually come to completion today. And I'm also delighted to know that uh, Guy and TV are going to continue with this sponsorship for the next 13 shows. So it's a perfect time to have Jay on the show to talk about Guy and TV and also the alchemy of media in general, amongst other things that we'll be talking about. And just hot off the press today, I've had some wonderful news about my listenership. Uh, typically, I get between 120 and 150,000 listeners a month for the show. And I'm delighted to tell you and to thank you so much that I had a quantum leap in uh, September and my listenership was up to 296,000 listeners. So I'm not quite sure what happened, but thank you for those people who are listening to the show. And uh, I'm just delighted and ecstatic, actually, to know that so many people are finding the information that we're bringing through so significant uh, to, to tune in. That's a long introduction, but Jay, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be here. So Guy on TV, let's, uh, let's talk about them straight off the bat and, and tell, tell us a little bit about Guy on TV and, and what the sort of philosophy and idea is behind it. Well, uh, Guy on TV is a, a new online network with uh, serious financial backing. And uh, it's the first, I think, uh, alternative network that actually has received any kind of uh, substantial financial backing, which is an encouraging thing in the year 2012. But um, basically, you know, I was explaining this to some people yesterday. Uh, Guy TV is not here to um, enlighten people. What its goal is is to provide the tools necessary so that if someone wants to become enlightened or near enlightened or wake up, uh, they can find those tools on Guy TV. So we have... 
uh, original programming. We have five thousand uh, um, uh, five thousand different uh, shows that we've purchased, movies and interviews, and uh, all in the effort to uh, all in the new consciousness realm. And uh, we are uh, adding more and more shows every day, and um, it, you will not be disappointed. Uh, if you uh, if you go there and take a ten day free trial, we have a new movie we've just bought, uh, the most expensive Brazilian film ever made called Astral City, which is a great film about the afterlife and what happens when you die, and it's very well done. Good, great special effects and acting, and um, I encourage all of you to uh, go to uh, GuyMTV.com. And if you want to uh, support this show in particular, you can put backslash Widener, W-E-I-D-N-E-R, and then we will know how many people came from this show um, to uh, Guy MTV. And I, I'm really sure you will not be disappointed by what you find there. Uh, original programming, live programming. We have a new show going up next week on Monday, going five days a week. A uh, lot going on, and uh, I don't, you know, the listeners of this show do not want to miss out on this exciting thing for your family and your friends and everybody. Thank you, Jay, and also on the banner on on uh, on the actual website for Voice America, there you can just click on that banner to get that uh, yep. free 10-day trial. Yep, well worth it. So, in talking about Guy on TV, and, and the title of our show today is the Alchemy of the Media. Uh, let's talk a bit about that. What, what, what do you mean by that? Well, alchemy is a, a science and an art, and uh, what it, it tries to do is it, it tries to the good alchemist uses all of the subtle uh, subtle teachings to try to create a singularity. Uh, so, um, an alchemist will, will examine the stars for that day when he's doing his experiment. Uh, he will, he will examine, uh, you know, the colors of, of the room that he's doing it in, what colors he, that the alchemist is wearing. Uh, all of the sacred arts are involved in alchemy and, uh, vibrational arts, music, they're all involved in alchemy and it's all done in order to create what, what I call a singularity or you might even call a miracle which is to create, you know, an elixir of life or long life or to uh, enhance consciousness or to allow consciousness to pass through the, uh, the hole that exists uh, at the end of life. And so you can actually retain your memories into the next life. And, and so the alchemy of the media is, is exactly the same thing. What Guy on TV is trying to do and what it will do and is doing is it's also using all of these subtle arts and sciences that I'm sure your listeners know quite well what I'm talking about, but, uh, and, 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 and using that to create an experience that causes a sudden uh, understanding, like a, a, zen, a, a zen koan. It, it creates a sudden understanding in your, in your mind. And, you know, in, in that understanding, you are on the path to your own personal enlightenment. As I said before, we're not here to enlighten because everyone has their own path towards what enlightenment is and their own idea of what enlightenment is. So what we're trying to do is provide that vast spectrum 
of, of choices so that you can make the right choices and therefore uh, go down your own personal path in a more efficient and expedited manner. So many people are, are waking up um, right now that, and, and aren't quite sure where to go, so this is the ideal medium for them to move into. Yeah, and that's exactly the point because we, what, what's going on now is that people are waking up because there's a crisis. You don't really, people generally don't go into action until they're in a crisis. So, you know, you're really, you'll, you'll be in a marriage, say, and the marriage is maybe not the best marriage on earth, and uh, you will kind of be dead in that marriage because there's no life to that marriage. And then, you know, you come home one day and, and, and your wife or your husband says, well, I'm leaving. This marriage isn't good for me anymore. And you're thrown into a crisis. And in that crisis, you begin to examine other possibilities that you weren't examining before. So the crisis always precedes the Enlightenment. And the world crisis that we're in right now and been in for over four years is is the 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 engine of the enlightenment and it was a necessary thing to have occurred so that the people who were in a somnambulant state would wake up and they are waking up and unfortunately you know there's, there's a lot of pain in waking up um and you know i wish that that wasn't true but my own awakening was filled with a lot of pain and so i can empathize with the people who are you know waking up and 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 going you know wtf you know uh, what in the world is going on and i got to find out and so gaim tv is there to provide not all the answers but at least put you on a road so that if you increase the um, spectrum of choices then you increase the uh, chances of success uh, in your own life. And I think that's really what we're trying to do is increase the spectrum of choices so that the um, the, the chances of, of you finding your own spirit and, and your own purpose in this world uh, are enhanced. And the thing there, isn't it, Keith, Jay, that you, you find the resonance the, where you feel that connection to whatever the material is that, that is your journey, your path that you tune into what makes you feel this feels right and good and I can follow that journey. That's right. So, you know, it's exactly right. And and so, you know, maybe one person's path is through yoga. Another person's path is through, uh, say, Tai Chi or Qigong. Another person's path is uh, through conspiracies. Um, another person's path is, you know, through uh, meditation or walking in nature or um, helping out people who are poor or need help. There's a thousand million ways to get to that nugget. And uh, whatever way you choose is is the way that you choose. And, and Gaia has all of those things in their potpourri so that you can reach into the bucket and pull out what you need. And it's, it's, it's sort of a combination of Netflix and HBO for the alternative crowd. So you don't have to, like, watch it and, and miss a show or, because you were busy. All the shows are just like on Netflix. They're all there for you to watch whenever you want to watch. And there's also original programming like HBO that is, um, again, going down these same pathways that I just mentioned. And in that, I think you will find if, 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 if it doesn't have it now, I guarantee it will have it soon, whatever it is that you're seeking, because we're not making judgments. We're 
putting the stuff up for you to discern. It's, it's really, you know, the viewer's job to decide what reality they want to fall into, not ours. We just provide the tools. That's all. So what is your role, actually, with Guy on TV, Jay? Uh, I'm, I'm the creative director or the programming director. I haven't really, don't really have a name. Uh, I'm, I, I, of course, ran Sacred Mysteries um, video co- production company for the last 12 years, and I worked at Gaim before. I was one of the first people employed at Gaim. I left in 2000 to start my own video production business. And so between that and my studies of alchemy and my writings, I guess I was sort of the perfect person to plug into this position because not only did I understand the esoterics, but I actually understood the, the problems of, of producing uh, video and film. And so, you know, it kind of this is like the place I probably should have been years ago in my life, but it wasn't, the world wasn't ready. We weren't awake enough to um, have, the, have the amount of people that could, would even be interested. Like I said before, the crisis of of 2008 is really the, the the thing that's fueling the enlightenment. And although it's been painful, in the end, we're going to be as a species much better off. And so, when, when you talk about the alchemy of media, presumably we've got some leaden media that needs to be transformed into gold as well. Well, I think all of the media outside of Guy on TV and maybe <laughs> some shows like this are all lead. And, yeah, it's time to take that lead and turn it into gold. I was a producer for the History Channel um, in 2007, 2008, 2009. And, you know, I had a a heck of a time trying to convince them uh, to do this kind of programming, even though their focus groups were coming back with the idea that they needed to... um, they needed to go in this direction, but they couldn't figure out um, how to do it because the corporate mindset refuses to entertain the notion that this has viability. And it was a very frustrating series of events to try to get this kind of programming onto a, 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 a channel like the History Channel. and. Um, that's why I'm so grateful that um, Guy MTV has finally decided to go in this direction because now I feel that I have, I have the, the freedom to really pursue topics that were probably a little bit verboten on standard uh, channels like the History Channel, and they will sink. You know, uh, because of their, the weight of their lead, they will sink, and we will rise. And so I think that's really what this is all about. Jay, we're up to our first break. It's a great place to take the break. This is Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. 
Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Every life on Earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And Gaia TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaia TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M-T-V.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thanks for joining us today. Just wanted you to remind you to go to my own website, www.petertongue.com. My last three months newsletters there are talking about our trip to the south of France and England um, and also the alchemical process that we're involved in with our crystal structures through the gold, mercury, and now the philosopher's stone embedded through quartz crystals. So that information is available there. And also www.myheartcenteredjourney.com. And our Ambassadors of Light class, and tomorrow evening, Thursday at 5.30, I'll be discussing the second half of our sacred pilgrimage, uh, starting actually in Paris and crossing the channel to England and to the sacred sites of southern England through the stone circles and uh, Glastonbury and Tintagel. And I'll be just uh, leading you on a bit of a pilgrimage yourself to, to get some insight and understanding about the significance of those sites and and what we experienced on that journey. So that's uh, pittertongue.com and myheartcenterjourney.com. Having me today, Jay Weedner, who is representing Guyam TV, our sponsors for this series of shows. And Jay, I was uh, following you a few years ago, and I got really switched on by your work on the Hende Cross, and I, to the point at which I actually, I actually traveled there from Birmingham in England on the way to Barcelona. We went via the Hende Cross. I actually got to... Uh, have a close-up look at it. And, and that has been a very central piece in your alchemical understanding. So perhaps you could just inform our listeners relatively briefly about the Hende Cross and its significance. Yeah, the Hende Cross is a 400-year-old uh, uh, artifact, that uh, monument, that it sits in a small churchyard in Hende, France, on the southwest border of France, right on the border with Spain. And... Uh, I first became aware of it from the book Mystery of the Cathedrals by the anonymous and enigmatic Falconelli, and it's the second to the last chapter in the book. And um, I decided to decipher the Cross of Hende in 1986, and I spent 
13 years doing it before the first book, A Monument to the End of Time, came out. And I actually approached it as a debunker. I decided I was going to debunk the whole thing because I thought it was a lot of hogwash and ended up, it it, it debunked me. And uh, <laughs> uh, I ended up a, a firm believer in all things spiritual and alchemical uh, via the process, which I now realize in retrospect was the entire point of Fulconelli putting the chapter in his book. So the Cross of Hende is an odd cross, and you can go to jwidener.com, and I have some articles, and you can see the pictures and things. And basically, uh, this 400-year-old cross is talking about the galactic alignment that's coming in a couple of months, or less than a couple of months now. Or no, I guess it is a couple of months. And... Um, and uh, which I had no idea anything about the Mayan calendar when I did this work or anything. And the Mayan calendar hadn't really been publicized at that time very much outside of esoteric circles and scholarly circles. But this cross, uh, built by a master mason, not only has astronomical uh, data in it that would have been impossible for someone 400 years ago to know, you would think, yet they did know, uh, but it also points to the um, actually the equinoxes of 2012, which would be last September 21st. Uh, instead of the Mayan calendar, which which is watching the solstices, the Hende Cross is watching the equinoxes. But still, the year is the same, and it's predicting this massive awakening that's actually happening right in front of our eyes. So. You know, I've been aware that there was going to be this awakening, and for years, and I was extremely curious to, you know, when the time came to watch it and see how it was going to come about, and it's coming about in ways I had never dreamed. But also, it's it's happening faster than I ever would have thought, and and so I'm very grateful, you know, to Falconelli and to whoever built the Cross of Hende for leaving that gift for all of us. The great thing about the Cross of Hende is, is that it has, it's like a zip file. Once you unzip it, the amount of information coming out of it is almost limitless. And, you know, it's not just about ast- astronomy, it's not just about the galactic alignment, it's not just about 2012. It's about the secret of alchemy and how to create the Philosopher's Stone, which I believe is the, the, the Philosopher's Stone we're, is on the edge of being created. Um, uh, again, after thousands of years of, of disappearing, and that via the internet, uh, it's going to be, it's going to spread all over the world. And the philosopher's stone, of course, is, uh, gives you two gifts. One is an extended life, and two is a complete gnosis or knowledge. And, um, when that philosopher's stone is finally created, and there's many, many people working on it right now, uh, when that is finally created and released so everyone can create it on their own, that will end this nightmare that we've been living through for like three or 4,000 years now. And so I'm, I'm extremely optimistic about the way things are going. And, you know, 500 years ago, 300 years ago, you would have been burned at the stake for trying to create the Philosopher's Stone, for even talking about the Philosopher's Stone. You'd be thrown into a dungeon. But the powers that be uh, don't believe in any of that stuff anymore, so they just think we're silly. And uh, they're in for a rude, rude surprise. 
So you mentioned the, the equinox. So you're saying the equinox, like the September just gone, and next March is equinox? Yep. And the solstice cross is placing the event of, uh, of the millennium in between those two equinoxes. And the Mayans, of course, picked the solstice, which is exactly between the two equinoxes. What's interesting about that uh, whole thing is that while I was writing the first book, uh, in the late 90s, I got a, right before my book was going to come out, I just finished it and I'd sent it off to the publisher, and I got an advanced copy of Myocosmogenesis 2012 by John Major Jenkins. Um, I didn't know anything about the Mayan calendar. I picked it up, I read it, I was completely blown away by the book. I called the publisher and they told me that Jenkins lived like four blocks away from me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so here we were living really close to each other and both writing about the same subject from two different cultures from the past. And in terms of the, the dates, December 21st, 2012, what, what, does the, what does the Hyundai Cross say about that date? Well, it says, first off, that there's going to be, well, if you understand alchemy, it's, it's as above, so below. So that which happens above us has an effect on that which happens below us. And the Hende Cross actually says that um, there's going to be this mass awakening and that it's somehow connected to the sun. And that would fit into the, uh, uh, to the as above, so below paradigm. So, um, you know, it says that the sun's go going to get angry. Uh, before the awakening and this summer was hands down you know the hottest summer in, in many 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 years uh, across the entire world and uh, uh, in, in still going on the drought conditions in Australia in South America in Russia China and the United States have not stopped they're still going on and we, we and, and it's very curious as to what it means but I think what you can get from this is an almost poetic view that the angry sun is a reflection of our own crisis that we're in right now, and our own crisis is a reflection of the angry sun. And we can turn it around with our own consciousness, and I think that's what's going on. I think that we are going to calm down as a species very soon here, and we're going to lose the trappings of our childhood on my website, jwidener.com, I have an article up which I think everyone would really like to, would really think is uh, worth reading. It's called Childhood's End, The Agony of Our Collective Puberty. And what we're going through right now, and why Gaim TV is so central to this whole thing, is as a species, we're maturing. And this maturation process started 20 years ago, one Bakhtun ago. Um, Mayan calendar is divided into 20-year periods called Bakhtuns. And in 1992-93, the Internet became prevalent all across the world, almost instantaneously. And when the Internet came out, it was sort of like when you first go, when you first go to school in first grade. You're uh, pounded with uh, facts and distortions and all the things that occur to you when you're really young and you go to school, and you're basically you're bewildered, and and you're bewildered all the way up until you know you get into say junior high, and, and when we come back from the break, I'll talk about this more. But it's about the maturation process of the human race, and we're now young adults. And soon we're going to be wise adults. And it's all happening for the first time in history all at the same time. And it's astonishing to see it. 
Well, that's a perfect time for us to take the second break, Jay, and we'll return with Jay Wiedner. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. Gaim TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M-TV.com. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. I have with me today Jay Wiedner, who is representing Guyam TV, uh, sponsoring this series of shows, and they are offering a an opportunity for a 10-day free trial simply by clicking on the banner on the website for Voice America here. And uh, Jay has been explaining during the show the significance of the end times that we are in and how Guyam TV can help you when you step onto your awakening journey to find the particular niche, the particular resonance that you require for your awakening journey. And Jay, just before the break, you were talking about what is happening in, in the world today and, and moving towards 2012. So just continue with that story of the human race going through adolescence. Yeah, um, and thanks for, for this. I really appreciate it. Um, so basically, we are right now, we are the, um, the out-of-shape fat boy or girl who's like maybe 18 or 19, really been uh, banged around a lot during their uh, few years that they've had on this planet and they're wa- they're waking up and they're looking in the mirror and they're realizing that uh, they did a lot of really dumb things in their past that they're really out of shape that um, that that the future before them uh, is theirs to choose and they decide to, um, as uh, happens frequently, they decide to um, straighten out their life. And that is where we are right now. And we are, we are seeing what we've done. We've realized that we've really screwed up. 
that the planet is in seriously bad shape, and we are, are facing up to these facts, and in that facing up to those facts, which have come to us through the Internet, by the way, because before the Internet, we didn't have the information to even know what was really going on in the world. I know because I was there, but now we do. We have no excuse. So in this childhood's end kind of thing, we are... The way that the way that this whole thing works is when you go to school, you're loaded down with information. A lot of it, you know, isn't useful. A lot of it is, and the um, and, and 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 like all information, you know, when you, you either you reach a certain point where you start taking the information you're given, and you begin creating pods of knowledge. So you might learn how to play chopsticks on the piano when you're young. But by the time you're 15 or 16, you're starting to do, um, you're starting to learn Beethoven's first piano concerto. And you're beginning to take that disparate information and turn it into something that's useful to your life. So the, uh, after, and what happens then is by the time you're 35 or 40, you begin taking these separate, you, you, by the time you're 35 or 40, you have many different pods of knowledge if you're a well-defined individual. So you might know how to read, write, I mean, you might know how to write very well, you might know how to play an instrument, you might know a lot about a certain areas in science and arts, and, and you develop these things through your life. They're your hobbies or your passions. What happens when you're about 35, 40 years old, is the neural pathways that you've burned through your, the meat of your brain begin working, uh, begin coalescing. So you'll, the, the various pods of knowledge that were originally information now become wisdom. And you can now say, you know, you begin to understand that this thing over here, which you thought didn't have anything to do with this thing over here, actually has a lot to do with that thing over there. And there's all sorts of underlying things going on that you didn't see before. This is why you can't really study the Kabbalah until you're 35 in the Judaic tradition and the same thing is true about in, in the Zen tradition. They really don't want you to come and study Zen until you're in your mid-30s, late-30s, because they, the Zen masters really don't think it's going to do you much good because the neural – every time that you have a thought or every time that you learn something, what happens in your brain is a little electrical charge literally burns its way through the meat of your brain. And this is called a neural pathway. And when a thinking person, a person who's always learning, and they take a, a brain scan of them and say they're 50s, they have millions of neural pathways burned into the meat of their brain. Whereas a person who maybe stopped learning in their 30s or late 20s and decided that they knew everything they needed to know, they have very much fewer neural pathways burned into the brain. So when you have many neural pathways burned into your brain, a really incredible thing begins happening when you hit 40 years old or 45 years old or in that period, 35 to 45, where you begin understanding the universe in a way that's impossible for a younger person to, to understand it. The reason I'm saying this is because this is happening on a collective level because of the Internet. Right now, we're just uh, post-pubescent adults. 
We've just gone through a really rough childhood. The last 20 years have been rough. We've had, we've learned about that there's nefarious forces controlling the world, which we didn't know before, but now we know. We now know that we're, the pollution levels and the extinction levels are much higher than we ever really thought before, and that's also because of the Internet. And so these problems uh, cause a kind of a personal crisis or catastrophe within the, the viewer, the person who's collecting the information. And that's where we are right now. We're in this personal crisis, this personal catastrophe. But given some a little bit more time, and I don't think it's going to be much longer, we're going to begin to figure out how to solve all these problems. And it, they seem uh, murky and cloudy to us now, but soon the solutions are going to come to, we're going to come to grips with the solutions. And it's going to be radical. It's going to be revolutionary because we're going to have to physically change the world. And um, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be uh, needed. And just like you, when, when you go from an immature adult to a mature adult, that's where we are right now. And are we going to be wise? No, we're not going to be wise, not yet. But wisdom is coming. And I predict by the year 2020, the human race is going to be collectively wise. And uh, in that, we are going to have a complete handle on reality. We're going to get rid of the politicians and the corporations that are not serving the needs of the whole. And, um, it, and it's going to be uh, a process that's almost going to be invisible. You know, we won't really even see it occurring it's just going to occur because we have reached that point in our maturation process. So it's the agony of our collective puberty. We are in the puberty section of this thing right now. 2012 is about moving from immature to a mature species. And we, I thank the Internet for it. And again, you'll notice that it's, it's a hard technology causing a spiritual change. And I, I find that endlessly fascinating because... We uh, over the years we've lost our ability, our uh, telepathic ability, our ability to um, uh, uh, work with intention. All these things were uh, not there just a few years ago, but now they're there. Now we're understanding it, and when we hit that place, which is coming very, very soon. We're all going to re, uh, take a breath of relief, and then we're going to look at each other and go, "What were we thinking about?" <laughs> So actually, the, the, this, this change you're talking about is actually an alchemical transformation of the planet itself. It is. Including the human beings. It is. And, and alchemy is going to become the science of this new future. It's going to be the new science. Because alchemy is a combination of all arts and sciences. And that is where we are going. And uh, just like... We're, we're pretty soon there's not going to be books, there's not going to be CDs, there's not going to be DVDs, there's not going to be magazines, there's not going to be newspapers. It's just going to all be on the Internet. So, too, there's not going to be all these uh, uh, separated uh, things in the world. They're all going to become one thing, and, and alchemy is going to be that thing. And you're going to hear the word alchemy a lot more as you go forward. So in terms of your own experience, Jenna, and obviously working with Guy on TV, but just in terms of individuals and people listening to the show who are listening to this and thinking, you know, I, I, I totally get this and I want to be on board with this, 
what should the individual be doing in the next uh, couple of months in preparation? Well, um, I, I like to tell people that, you know, what you need to do is you need to find a discipline. You need, you need to do two things. You need to take care of your physical self and you need to take care of your spiritual self. Your physical self is you need to, it would be wise to get to a place where maybe you had access to clean water and a place that is maybe that could provide you with, with good food and a community. That's the physical aspects that have to be taken. So I think we're going to see a, um, a return to kind of a, a rural values. And uh, the second thing is I think you really need to get a discipline. You need to do yoga or tai chi or take a walk in the woods or meditate, something to calm yourself down because it's going to get incredibly insane around us, and it's vitally important that you understand that, this thing is here now, and you can't wait. You have to act now. Those who act now will survive and thrive. Those who don't act now, those that are asleep, are going to be in some serious trouble. And it's also true, isn't it, that when people begin to wake up and start having experiences and have no one to communicate with, that's where this community of people who are already on the awakening path and, and are aware of these uh, these interesting things that come into our awareness take place to have that support of other people on the journey is so helpful yeah exactly and that's why community is so important um to everything because it's just uh it's what we need right now and um it's just really important and also it's where guy on tv comes in because a lot of the people you have on uh, the programs are really the experts in this field in, in terms of science and consciousness and hearing some very, very bright people talking in these terms also helps, doesn't it? It does. It's nice to know that you're not alone. That's, I think, one of the things that, that you know, 20 years ago before the Internet, those of us who are old enough to remember, you know, we we felt alone. We felt I must be a freak. Our families thought we were weird, um, and we we felt like we were freaks. And um, now we have a network that in shows like this, which provide a, a community, so that we know that we're not freaks. That actually we are the cutting edge of this thing, and that empowers us and, and empowers everybody. And this is the most important thing: is it becomes an attractor. So people are looking for solutions to very, very serious problems. And along come the weirdos, us, and we have solutions. And so we are growing because we're offering real solutions to problems that exist. And we're not kidding around. We're not saying, you know, that this thing is Pollyanna-ish. We're not saying that. We're saying, no, this is a very serious thing. Yes, there's very serious powers that do not have our best interests in mind. And we need to find ways to circumvent them and to enhance and empower us. Well, Jay, that brings us to our third break, and it's the perfect time to do so. So spit a tongue for Awakening to Conscious Creation, returning with Jay Wiener in just a moment. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. 
Gaim TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M-TV.com. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. And I have with me today Jay Weedner, who is the program coordinator for Guyam TV putting together a wonderful package of opportunities for you to tune into Gaiam TV and be on your awakening journey with all sorts of help from uh, the great experts that are being promoted through Gaiam TV. And there is a free 10-day offer that you can enjoy on the banner on our website on Voice America. Just click on that banner and get your 10-day free opportunity to begin to look into the information and the shows available to you through Gaiam TV. So, Jay, what's, uh, what's the latest for you? What's happening in your world at the moment? Well, besides Guy, I've spent the last two years uh, writing and directing a feature film. Um, it's uh, called Shasta, and it's about the return of Kalki Avatar. Uh, Neil Donald Walsh is playing Count St. Germain. And uh, Kalki Avatar is a prophecy from the Vedic tradition, which says that a male will come at the end of this cycle and destroy the enemies of truth. And I've been waiting 20 years for Kalki to return, and he didn't return, so I decided to make a movie about him. My <laughs> wife jokingly says that uh, maybe the prophecy was about my movie. I hope not. But um, the movie will be out in about a month or two. I think, you know, it's definitely right up your audience's, uh, you know, their desire. And uh, it's, a, it's a, I think it's a really good film. It's a, a sweet little movie and um, has a very positive ending, and I think people will like it. And as the title of Shasta, then, does it feature Mount Shasta? Oh, yeah. We've shot it in Mount Shasta and in Northern California and also in Southern Oregon. We did some shooting. And um, it's all about the lore around Mount Shasta. Uh, Mount Shasta is, has a lot of stories around it, mostly regarding a group of people that supposedly live inside the mountain called the Lemurians. And... Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I like the idea, so I incorporated it into the movie. So I think 
you know, it's, it has everything in it that that people who uh, uh, listen to this show will will like. Everything. Yeah, that and the kitchen sink. <laughs> and that will be out basically by the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. Wonderful. So one thing I wanted to come back to, we, we didn't um, talk about specifically in the Hende Cross, but I know a big piece of that con- connects to Peru. Yes, it the does. The tradition and the shamanic way. So could you talk a bit about that? Yeah, uh, there's a, 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 a slogan inscribed on the Grande Cross, which Falconelli says does not really mean what it means, and, you, and it's describing a place in, in, on Earth where these traditions are still intact. And I worked on this inscription on the cross for years, and then finally one day in a flash, I deciphered it, and um, it told me that there was a cross in a place called Urcos, a hail to the cross at Urcos. And I was like, well, Urcos? I've never heard of Urcos. So this was pre-internet. I got my atlas out, and I looked up U-R-C-O-S, and I discovered there is a town called Urcos, and it's in Peru, and it's about 20 miles south of Cusco. And um, uh, so I immediately booked a flight and flew to Cusco and got a car and drove to this um, this cross that's there in Urcos, and um, unfortunately, I discovered that the old cross that was there had been torn down, and a new cross had been fixed onto the base of the old cross. This was about uh, 1940, so I'm thinking that Fulcanelli's uh, making the world know about the Hende cross might have alerted someone, and then they destroyed the uh, cross that's in Urcos, which would have had maybe more information. But what I did then was I wasn't going to give up that easily. I started looking into the indigenous traditions of, of Peru, and I got contacted some of the Caro masters and indeed found out that there's a prophecy there called Pachacuti, um, which is about 2012 and the, the awakening of the planet. And I, I was completely stunned. And also I found in my Peru research, I went back and I found the chronicler for Pizarro, the first uh, European to conquer uh, the uh, Peru, and his chronicler uh, did, uh, you know, drew the uh, drawings of the uh, the Incan elders and all that. And he, one of his drawings was the greatest secret of the Inca, and it had the four exact symbols that are on the cross of Hende in this drawing, uh, drawn in uh, 1540. And so, I now believe that the cross of Hende possibly came from someone who had been on that Peruvian expedition, uh, maybe an alchemist, who had respect for the uh, indigenous people of Peru and learned their language and talked to them and uh, found out that they were holding this tradition. And he came back to Europe and built the Cross of Hende. Because the cross is about 400, 400 years old, right? Yeah, about 1600 it was built. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, fascinating. Yeah. It reminds me, it reminds me of the... Uh... Sinclair family coming coming to North America and then going That's back right. to Roslyn and building the chapel with the aloe leaves uh, as the art and the corn on the cob to show they'd been to North America. Well, that's a great, great uh, sort of thing, thing to say because I believe there's a direct correlation between the Sinclairs and the Cross of Hende. Oh, and I, and okay. I do believe that they were, yeah, because the Sinclairs, were, they, they were the Templars who had escaped southern France uh, in the nightmare of the, uh, of the, of the um, destroying 
joined the Templars in the 1300s, and they went to Scotland, and uh, they were the St. Clairs, and they became the Sinclairs. And I think that they had knowledge of maps and alchemy and the whole thing. And I think that's why they went to the New World, um, because they had that knowledge. And just going back to the Quero for a moment, then. so in some ways the ceremonies that they perform uh, very much connected with the land, uh, very much part of the alchemical transformation of the planet. Yeah, in fact, my film, Time Wave 2013, uh, actually, we filmed the ceremony, one of their most sacred ceremonies of, of the coming of the Pachacuti, um, and uh, they talk about, uh, I actually got them to speak really eloquently about what, to expect, and they had a, a very heavy warning for the United States, and uh, said that mm, you know you're too much in your head, and you need to find some heart, or you're going to destroy yourself and the world. And I think that's also what's going on here is that the people of the United States, in particular, are a part of the fulcrum of this entire thing because we have the we have the head to create things like the internet and motion pictures and video and all the great things that we've invented in the United States, but we have no heart, and that's what we need to get. And uh, I think that's what's going on here is we're learning to, the United States is learning that you can't be the world's bully. You can't push everybody around. You have to work with people, and that's coming around too. And it's the return of the balance of the sacred feminine that, that, that is the big piece in this puzzle becoming heart-centered, isn't it? That, that's exactly right. And, you know, um, the, the brain is to the body what the heart is to the spirit. So the heart is the brain of the spirit, and the brain is the brain of the body. The mind of the mind of the body, and the and the heart is the mind of the spirit, and so you understand spirit through empathy and, and feelings and emotions, and I think that we have to come back into that, and uh, men have to learn to back off from their masculine ways a little bit, and uh, learn that it's you know it's okay to cry, it's okay to uh, want to take care of children and not to want to kill and uh, fight in wars and that. And I think we're coming to grips with all that. Yeah, and also from my perspective, just the, the opportunity for men to hold, or the male energy to hold space for the female to return and allow her to come into her full power. That's exactly right. That's exactly Jay, what's going on. we've come to the end of our time today. It's been a wonderful discussion. I really enjoyed having you on the show, and I really want to thank you and Guy MTV for supporting me on, on my journey on this show. And uh, I'm sure we'll have a chance to have, a, have you back on the show in a few weeks' time. I would love to come back. Thanks so much. Great talking to you. Thank you. So my guest next week is Georgina Cannon, and she has written a wonderful book called Return Again, and she's going to be talking about how our current life is dependent upon, to a large degree, our past lives and the time between lives when we are no longer incarnate on the planet and how we plan to come back in the future with our soul group and soul contracts. It'll be a fascinating show. I hope you've enjoyed today's show with uh, Jay Widener. I was absolutely delighted to learn that he was going to be the person on today's show. I wasn't disappointed. He's a very knowledgeable and capable alchemist in his own right. So I hope you've enjoyed the show. Have a wonderful week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. 